I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My thanks to this week's sponsor, Hayloft Plants Limited of Pershaw in Worcestershire. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook here to exchange some news, views, a bit of seasonal advice and uh, hopefully answer some of your gardening quandaries on the way. Boy, <laughs> the diary was pretty well packed for the last few days. Life just seems to get busier and busier. I took a few hours off on the bank holiday Monday, but I mean that just... Uh, <laughs> left even more to do in the remaining days. We had uh, three hours on Zoom for the virtual Flora Select retail conference. There were delegates from uh, all around the world and they were kind enough to include our video shot of the uh, calendula trial. You can find it on uh, sungardening.co.uk and on the floraselect.com website. Last Saturday I was up at 4.30am, goodness those hours comes hard, to uh, take the trip to Gatwick and the 8.30 flight to Guernsey. It was uh, a journey postponed three times since uh, April 2020 with the main objective to uh, visit Raymond Everson's Montrose Nursery to see where he breeds all those clematis and of course have a preview of the plants he's taking to Chelsea. What a man. Who else could uh, take all of the plants that he had growing and in bud last May, ready for the uh, Chelsea Flower Show, before uh, it was cancelled, and then cut them back, right back to about two or three inches, put them in cold store so they had a touch of winter, and then get them growing again, so they would flower for the third week in September. And he seemed, as far as I could see, to do most of this himself, checking them every day. And if uh, one particular cultivar got a bit too advanced, then he would uh, slip it into the cold store again for two or three days. Some cultivars took that better than others. But the sheer skill of the man and the patience and the energy... I mean, soon after I'd left... Two big lorries arrived, all of those show clematis were loaded and as I speak to you now I think uh, they will be arriving on the Chelsea site in the next two or three days and Raymond will spend uh, over a week staging his magnificent exhibit. While I was there I nipped in too to the Blue Diamond Garden Centre, boy that's a big one. You could uh, spend some time there, an enormous restaurant, some uh, really good plants. And of course, uh, that was the first of the Blue Diamond chain and was spawned 
from the Tomato Cooperative that was functioning when I last went to work on the island. What am I talking, uh, 1970, 1972, something like that. So the visit to Guernsey was uh, all my yesterdays. Um, I nipped up too to Ipswich just to uh, check over some of the verbena plants that we have uh, growing for Chelsea. And uh, the last day or two, the telephone calls and emails, they just pile in as arrangements are made to get uh, all the new plants that we have to stage for Chelsea in just over a week's time. We'll start building uh, the wooden staging this coming weekend. News. Sad news, I'm afraid, again. I hear from Barton Grange Garden Centre in Preston, the death of Eddie Topping. What a man. Great character. Eddie and I will have worked uh, side by side, I suppose, in the garden centre industry, but uh, Eddie could really fix things and do things. You know, he just started with... uh, a very modest, almost roadside plant selling, opened up a garden centre in the car park of his parents' hotel, uh, developed uh, two nurseries, a landscape business, at one stage uh, three garden centres, and now have one of the biggest and uh, most successful garden centres in the country. Oh, he was a great character and an enormous supporter of the uh, horticultural trade, president of the HTA and chairman of the Garden Centre Association. Uh, All of my contemporaries are slipping away and uh, I miss them. I uh, really do. My sympathies go out to uh, his sons and the family. Questions? Well, Iris from York sent an email to thisweekinthegarden at gmail.com and said, where could she get strawberry Murano? Quite honestly, I didn't uh, know the cultivar until I checked up and then I found that it's uh, a cultivar that's grown in Holland and Belgium commercially and to the best of my knowledge, uh, plants are not available to gardeners. In the soft fruit industry especially, Well, and on the top fruit uh, world too, they have what are called club cultivars. Uh, Growers get together and finance a breeding program. And uh, when this program comes up with uh, an excellent new introduction, then um, it is restricted to those people who financed uh, the breeding. Whether Murano is one of those or not, I can't be sure. Uh, I think... Iris, if I was in your shoes, I'd have a look at another ever-bearing strawberry. That's one that will crop from June to October, called Buddy, B-U-D-D-Y, Buddy, or the East Malling bred Flamenco. They'll flower and fruit from June to October, although if we have weather like the last few days, really hot and drying, Uh, you'll need to make sure that they have some water. Chill also says that um, she has a few fruits on her green gauges, but they're rotting on the tree. What is that? I'm afraid there is quite a lot of brown rot, not just on stone fruits, but on apples too. The first step to uh, reduce that particular disease 
is to make sure you pick off any mummified fruits. You know, that brown rot makes the flesh shrivel, but it still hangs on the tree, and that shriveled mummified fruit is where the spores come to infect next year. It's also worth gathering up any that uh, drop to the ground uh, and make sure those are cleaned away to reduce the damage. If you have um, a query or a question, then please just uh, email it to us this week in the garden at gmail.com. The late Charles Knockhart, a famous name from Woodbridge in Suffolk, at the height of garden centre development, forecast that the trade would go back to mail order. Quite honestly, when I heard him say that, I thought he was palmy. But the last 18 months have seen a revolution in the horticultural industry. You could uh, quite modestly call it a resurgence in direct delivery. Lark Hannam is very much part of that in her role as Head of Retail and Online Sales at Wholesale Nursery Supplier Bonningale and the more consumer-focused Warfield. I sat down with Lark to hear about uh, how online is the new mail order, but with data and analysis that couldn't have been dreamt of in the past, influencing everything from pallets to page design to production. Lark, welcome to our podcast. Could you tell us just a little bit about uh, your background, first of all? In the last year, you've had a baptism of fire, I think one could say. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's been a sometimes overwhelming roller coaster. My history for the last 12 years has been specifically in mail order. So as I'm sure you can imagine, Peter, the last 24 months of my life have been very busy, had barely any holidays. I'm running on empty at the moment, but it's been a thoroughly enjoyable experience. We should um, set the scene for those who don't know about uh, Bonningale. It's a wholesale nursery producing container plants for landscaping uh, to sell on to garden centres and has you know quite a long history of wholesale trading. Yeah, it's calibre is twos and three litres woody stock ornamental. And the type of client that Bonningale would have would be big landscaping projects, councils where they're wanting 300 units of, say, a specific Viburnum davidii. We're growing volume and we're producing volume. So that's a, a really interesting element on the offering. The name Warfield... Uh, really conjures up with me cactus because uh, if I went back 40 or 50 years we would have been exhibiting side by side me with sweet peas and gladiolus and then with cactus so yes. so Warfield has sort of been sleeping for a bit has it? Yeah it's funny you mentioned that I've, I found an article the other day one of the, um, the old school Warfieldians brought out tipped the Mexico of the Midlands and there was some plant hunter certainly down at this site that was looking at cacti's various unusual succulents. It's quite a revolution because I'm sure you'll agree, Peter, we're kind of seeing that fashion of plants 
come back into fruition, certainly with the mangaves, which are being launched by Plantip, the the numerous Delos Burma series that we've got with some really unusual striking colours, but also Sempervirens, uh, Chick Charms and Sedum Sun Sparklers. Lots of genetics and work has been going into those to kind of improve dwarf, make flowering periods longer. And for us, I certainly started at Warfield and I snubbed the alpine element at the beginning, thinking, you know, if you're envisaging a garden centre shop floor, the percentage of shop floor given to an alpine section is so minuscule. I kind of snubbed it as thinking, you know, it's not going to be the bread and butter of Warfield, but actually it's been a really enlightening growth for me since being on this site and handling this product and watching the production teams create new products coming through. And I have a vast growing passion for alpines. And that's something certainly that Warfield is celebrating and calibrating. And I do think going forward, that's going to be part of the strategic focus for this site. I was at college with um... Mr. Tim Edwards, your boss's father, Mike. And, of course, Mike found his wife, Pat, a lovely, tall, elegant lady who set up the um, collection of witch hazels. I mean, you've got, you've got a remarkable um, background of sound information there. But even so, picking up a three-litre container that would have gone to be sold in a garden centre and then setting about selling that direct, that, that looks quite formidable to me. Yeah, I've I've caught previous articles and features that you've done, Peter, where you've said, let's look at plants for fair prices. Now, me working with my previous hat on, I was was selling plants, doing really well. But coming here, you know, a lot of the customer feedback was saying we're wanting finished product. Um, So if you can imagine almost like a crocus being supplied, but hopefully with a little bit of the unusual nature, like you've got from Hayloft, that that's certainly something that we're trying to create here. Um, and, and it seems to be going well. The receptions that we've had from, from our customers at the moment, we've done a bit of market research internally as well as externally. My most exciting moment was somebody quoting the new flower and ball of plants. Now, that that for me was a moment where I was like, girls, we've made it. Their focus and their drive on their commitment to their brand. I think if you have that discipline within within business, you, you're giving the consumer that clarity of this is what you're going to get when you go to this company. And as long as we stay true to that, then we're, we're on the right tracks, basically. You know, if I'm sitting at home and make contact online with Onningale Nurseries through, through Warfield, is, is there a, a direct personal link from the nursery container yard back to the home, the customer actually speaks to the person who's grown it. Absolutely. We've got customer care girls and all of them are specced on new introductions. So they understand the uniqueness of every introduction to the company. And whenever we have anything that's remotely horticultural, where the customer is actually wanting bespoke advice on a specific plant, then that goes straight to me. Whether it's I'm on the phone available uh, immediately and they can just transfer the call or whether it's make a note and I call them back within the day. Again, reinforcing what's our point of difference, getting in touch with that person and giving them that that clarity of that information straight away is, 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 is one of our focuses. So yes, um, and we're going to accentuate that too, um, Peter. We're, we're hoping to get an online 
messenger effectively so they can talk directly to me and I'll be working later some nights um, answering people's queries um, because I want that hands-on horticultural kind of influenced uh, contact for sure. And so what is popular in the last few weeks? What, what, what plants are people keen to have in plant in their gardens? Yeah, I've noticed, certainly uh, going to BBC Gardeners World Live, again, the informality of gardens, Peter. It's, um, you know, the luxurious kind of wishy-washy prairie style. I think everybody has been in COVID and lockdown and so uptight and in quite a stressful situation. And I think actually what's happening in gardens, they're emulating the informal, the relaxed, the chilled environment, almost a juxtaposition to what the reality has been for the last 24 months. But certainly oranges and reds at the moment, the autumnal kind of fiery tones, Heleniums and Rebecca's, they're all really, really popular. The big daisy kind of flower specimens, but also Nithophias. That's a kind of plant that I used to look at thinking, oh, that's quite a granny old stuffy plant. But actually, there's a lot of breeding and genetics coming through with Nithophias, which which make it an interesting genus to, to, to look at. I was at Hyde Hall the day before yesterday, mm-hmm. and, and they had a really big clump of late flowering yellow red hot pokers, if you can have such a thing as yellow red hot pokers. But actually packing those when the flower spike begins to run, isn't that a bit of a challenge? Yes, but that means you need to be good at your stock turn. So um, the beauty that we have here is I can say to production, hey, those nifofias are sticking. We don't need any more produced. Alternatively, if if the nifofias start to romp and we can see the trends of of, of Google Analytics, people are looking at them and they're, they're, they're reading and digesting, but not necessarily converting on a nifofia, we can say, hey, let's tweak the price slightly. Let's do a promotion, buy one hot poker, get another free or something like that. And we can turn on production and we can get things grown. So it's, it's an ebb and flow, but we need to be very hands-on and, and aware of what is going on with our sales to be able to be reactive and, and proactive as well. Analysis of trading has always been significant in the traditional mail order trading. How do you do that now electronically? How do you gain information and what information do you get? We have somebody that's specifically looking at this constantly. Um, her name's Alicia, and she's looking at dwell time on product pages, understanding how many product pages somebody would look at within a website. Basically, a website is a book, and effectively, within your book, you've got a plethora of different varieties, and within those varieties, you'll see characteristics and traits of people hitting the same pages over and over again. Now, that could be something as simple as it was featured on a ground force program that's been reshowed or Gardener's World over the weekend. It's just somebody, their interest getting spiked. They've got an appetite to find out more information. If you're looking at what the, the habits are of when a consumer comes to a website and where they go, what they look at, how long for, whether they convert, whether they don't, you'll have different customer journeys for each experience. And the headline must be quite important, almost like a headline in a newspaper. We have about, I think, 60 or 70 how-to videos on sun gardening. The one which says pruning fruit trees gets a real spike in October, November, December. And storing dahlias is the kind of thing which will get a spike. 
in about, what, four or five weeks' time after the first frost. I think what we always need to remember is not only the seasonality within horticultural practice of when you should be doing things, you know, we are educators effectively on this platform, so we are telling people on social media, this is what you should be thinking about now. The horticulturally correct way of doing this is this. Most of our customers from the analysis tend to be experts. They garden at least once a day, if not every day. and. I think what seems to be resonating tends to be people that are wanting plants at the perfect time to plant, not necessarily they're looking the most visual, which contradicts a lot of things that maybe you and I think, Peter, when we're, we're thinking about the headline and we're trying to put something in front of people. Our customers are actually saying, send it to me when I need to be planting it, not when it's looking its best. So we're specifically trying to send out that Pensman, Dakota, Burgundy, two weeks before it's even going to start sending out flower shoots. A, it's easier to pack. B, that customer's going to get it in, it's going to bed, it's going to root and then flower and that customer's going to enjoy it. So our new gardener who wants instant does not so much of uh, the old-fashioned grow your own. It's almost garden decorating. They would be encouraged almost to look at your pages weekly to see where there's a really good plant and a competitive price. Yeah, we, we now have the functionality to be able to offer advanced ordering. So if something isn't available at that precise moment in time to satisfy that appetite for that consumer, we have a wish list and they can be notified when it's ready. And the accuracy of the skill sets within Warfield, I can say to somebody, how long is that stack is by Santina going to take to become a finished plant and they're going to say six to eight weeks and 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 that clarity and having that hands-on tangibility with the product is really refreshing quite unusual within the industry it, it's very interesting from somebody who was brought up in the mail order business where we took orders all the way through the summer and delivered mostly bare root in october and november I mean, it was a nightmare because your orders built up over those months. And then, of course, all of your customers want delivery at the same time. But, of course, with container growing, that's all changed yeah. so dramatically. Massively. As COVID hit, what you had at Bonningale is you, you've got, obviously, the Bonningale, kind of like the, the main umbrella over several different brands. You have them dealing with big contracts with councils. You had Warfield, which was bought in 2014. And they were specialising in business-to-business guns and to trade. And if you remember, Peter, there was Seant Nurseries and Kernock going on the TV, really, really panicking about the amount of material and plants that were going to be binned at the beginning of COVID hitting. Everything was closed down and and what Bon and Gay were thinking okay we've got all of this fantastic stock that we need to exit out the business some way and the conception of Warfield online happened very organically the people that had worked on this site for a long time that is Julian and Rob Hall they had been toying with the idea of doing mail order for a long time but no one really kind of knew how it functioned and or knew what to do and and that's kind of why I was introduced to the company to kind of head that up and, and give them some scope and something to really kind of run at and some focus um but yeah it's 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 been it's been a really immersive and, and lovely transition originally started working at 
Bonningale head office, which was the baker's nursery specialising in Russell Lupin hybrids and delphiniums back in the day. You're taking me back to the days of my little old Ford van parked in the road looking through a gap in the hedge really? at the hillside full of Russell Lupins. It was apparently quite a spectacle, Peter. I, I know down in Worcestershire there's the Living Confetti Company, which always gets a massive surgence of people going and seeing that stuff grow when it's out. A uh, bit of a tourist attraction, but yeah, certainly it's very it's very different today. It's very functional, utilitarian. It's fit for purpose, so you, you'll have lines and and big blocks of shrubs. However, you know, going going back to what why we kind of started and, and embarked this journey of mail order, the the company seriously needed a strategy to, to exit stock without uh, at the business, and it, it genuinely started with Helen hand delivering mail order plants twos and three litre herbaceous perennials and shrubs to the local vicinity Um, and up until August last year that's when I kind of arrived and by November we had launched a brand new website so the velocity at which this has grown as a an entity on its own has has been quite impressive and that has been helped by a really young uh, engaged sprightly excitable team of marketeers but also great strategic help from a company called Your marketing who is, has given us a platform to look at reporting and what we should be really honing in on you know looking at dwell times on on websites so the amount of time that people spend on certain pages and as a team we need to understand why are those consumers spending a lot of time on that what information on that product page is interesting to them so it's, it's been it's been great fun <laughs> Well, it's fascinating to speak to you, Lark, and, and let's have another word in a year or two's time. I must get over to Hyde Hall, and we'll, we'll do that Saturday garden day. I'll uh, entertain you to a cup of coffee and a cake, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm there. I'm sold. <laughs> My tailpiece? Well, in Guernsey, I was following the uh, footsteps of Victor Hugo. Uh, if uh, any of you are interested in uh, his poems and uh, his books well, and his paintings, he was a quite remarkable man and spent 18 uh, years or so on the island. And I noticed one of his quotes. I think it comes from Lemis. My friends, remember this. There are no bad weeds and no bad people. There are only bad cultivators. <laughs> I must be a bad cultivator because uh, I've got one or two patches of weeds that really need my attention. And I don't think they're going to get it for uh, a fortnight at least. Good to speak to you. Hope uh, we can catch a word next week. My thanks to this week's sponsor, Hayloft Plants Limited, Pershaw in Worcestershire. To my producer, Rich Jarman, and of course to you for listening.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello Fresh. 